I'm going to read a bit from the Bible now and just take the time to explain that. It's a bit from the Gospel of Matthew. In other words, one of the biographies in the Bible of Jesus. And it's a bit where Jesus is teaching about the kingdom of heaven. It's from a book called Matthew, chapter 13, verse 44. If you've got a Bible with you, you can have that open in front of you. Um, it's, it's just very, very, very short. Two verses, um, two sentences, really. And we're going to look at those now. So they're parables. And Jesus says this. Matthew chapter 13, verse 44. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then, in his joy, went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Those are the two simple little parables we're going to spend some time looking at. It's interesting because what Jesus does is he teaches in parables. And what he does is he, he teaches in parables so that the, he, that the meaning is just that little bit more difficult to work out. So, so there's two things that you do when you hear a parable of Jesus. One is you switch off and count the bricks up the wall. Thankfully, we've got plastered wall here, so you can't do that. Or the other is you go, hang on, Scooby-Doo. I'm not sure I don't, I'm not sure I get that. I don't get your meaning. What do you mean by pearls? What do you mean by merchant? What do you mean by bloke in a field? What do you mean by treasure? I'm not sure about this. And by going kind of into it, what Jesus is saying, come and join me in this story and find out something that is utterly mind-blowing. And that's Jesus' invitation. Two things. The kingdom of heaven is like a, a, like a treasure hidden in a, field, in, a, in a field. The kingdom of heaven is like an amazing pearl that a merchant sees and immediately buys. Jesus says that's what the kingdom of heaven is like. And immediately we're kind of going, either I switch off or I'm going to switch on. And I ask you this, morning, this evening, rather, let's switch on. Let's work out what Jesus is talking about. Because the first thing he said, the first thing I want, I want us to look at is... It basically means the kingdom of heaven is unexpected. So let me read it again. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure in a hidden field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought the field. That's what happens. Bang. He finds the treasure. He's ecstatic. He hides it again. He he, he sells everything. He buys the field. He knows that everything that he owns up to this point is worth nothing compared to the treasure in the field. Now, it's the kind of things dreams are made of, isn't it? It's the sort of story that makes our imaginations run wild. But Jesus says that that's what the kingdom of heaven is like. It's like a vast treasure that we're not expecting to find. And, you know, I think that's totally relevant for us this evening. You see, many of us are on a journey to find something like identity or belonging or purpose or meaning. I think Josh described it really well. He was not 
satisfied, happy, content with his soul. And, and it's why, actually, many of us crave things like fame or fortune or, or comfort or affirmation. Because we're hoping that ultimately one of these things, the stuff we crave, is going to satisfy that inner longing that Josh described. And yes, fame and fortune or affirmation can satisfy us to an extent. But they're not amazing as we think. So, so Adele once said this about fame in an interview with Radio 1 DJ Nick Grimshaw. She said, I find fame quite frightening, and I find it quite toxic. It's very charming, it's very persuasive, but it doesn't last. So why would you want to get involved with something you will miss so much once it's gone? And it always goes at some point, and then people are shocked, and they're surprised, and they're gutted. It's weird. In other words, Adele found that fame doesn't fulfill. It doesn't satisfy you at that deepest level. And therefore, if it's true of fame, how much is it also true of other things that we think will meet those deepest longings of our hearts? And that's why Jesus describes us like the bloke in the first parable, walking around in a field. We're walking restless lives. We're looking for that something that will settle our hearts. He, he has to be looking for something because he's found something in the field. He stumbles across something unexpected. It's a massive hoard of treasure. And it's totally not what he set out to find. But there it was, hidden all along. And the feeling Jesus wants us to get as we read this parable is one of unexpected fullness. The treasure catches this bloke totally by surprise. It's a fortune in the ground, not in a bank, and it's there for the taking. It's totally, totally unexpected. And Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is exactly like that. It's totally not what you set out to find, but when you find it, it's amazing. And it fulfills you, and it satisfies you, it completes you. So what is the kingdom of heaven? I realize that the minute we talk about kingdoms, it can start sounding a bit like Game of Thrones. But simply put, the kingdom of heaven means living in relationship with God so that he is king, not anything else. That's a simple explanation. And, and there's more to explain about the kingdom of heaven. But very simply, again, I'll say it. The kingdom of heaven means living in relationship with God so that he is king, not anyone else. And Jesus' claim in this parable is that living in relationship with God so he is king is worth more than anything else we could own or dream of belonging to. How do we find it? Well, it's not by digging in a field. We find it in Jesus. You see, Jesus claimed that he is God. He was a Jewish man who lived 2,000 years ago, and yet he taught like no other guru or prophet ever did before him or ever has ever since. He healed miraculously, he calmed storms, he raised the dead, he forgave people their sins, and then he died. And he died so it might be possible for us to know God. He died 
so that the greatest treasure in this life, knowing God, might be knowable for us, might be possible for us. And we've just heard Josh and Sam. Do you know, it's obvious they found that treasure, the kingdom of heaven, because they're both living in relationship with God. This is not a rules and regulations lifestyle they've just signed up to. This is entirely relationship with God. Relationship where they fail in that relationship and they go to God and he says, look, guys, I forgive you. And where they enjoy his blessing and his presence and his, his, his love. That's the treasure they have encountered. Totally unexpected. And do you know what? I love it because... It tells us, you know, Sam's just your average teenager. He's my son, so I can say it. Very average, very normal. Josh is the bloke everyone knows down at the pub. There's nothing special about them, and that tells you the kingdom of God is for normal people like us. It's not sophisticated. It's not reserved for holier-than-thou people. It's for all of us. Jesus wants us to know the kingdom of heaven is under our noses. God knows we're looking for that fulfillment of our souls. But tonight, he wants us to see his kingdom is unexpected. And we can know God unexpectedly. It's a treasure like nothing we could ever imagine. The second thing he says is the kingdom of heaven well, the, the, the second thing he wants us to see in, this, in these parables is that the kingdom of heaven is valuable. So going back to that parable, it is clear the man's actions tell us the treasure has enormous value. He found it, sold everything he had in order to own that treasure. And Jesus was saying, that is what the kingdom of heaven is like. It has immense value and it's waiting to be discovered. And it's valuable because when you find the kingdom of heaven, you find God's love. When you find the kingdom of heaven, you find God's love. We don't often think about God in that way, do we? But but here's the cool thing. God loves us. Really, really loves us. How do we know about that? Because Jesus was there teaching the parable. And to be there teaching the parable was costly to Jesus. The Bible tells us that Jesus gave up his place in heaven. He had the highest place of heaven. He gave it up. He became one of us. He didn't have to. He could have looked on the world's mess and said, guys, sort it out for yourself. I'm not interested. He doesn't do that. He takes a costly step. He walks into this world, and by doing that, it says he loves us. Because love is sacrificial. Love is always putting ourselves, putting our own desires and our wants away, and putting other people first. It's sacrifice, it's giving. When we love one, when we love someone else, we sacrifice ourselves for that person. We put them ahead of ourselves. Jesus does exactly that. He comes into this world in all its brokenness, in, in all its muck, and he comes so that we can have access to the kingdom of heaven. 
He does it by dying on a cross for us. So that whoever believes in him can be part of his kingdom. We don't earn God's love. Josh and Sam have done nothing to get God's love. Standing up here, sharing how how they've known Jesus and, and, and getting wet does not earn them God's love. Let me just make that very clear. But what they've said is they found the treasure of the kingdom of heaven. And they've received that treasure by believing in Jesus for themselves. So the kingdom of heaven is immense, immensely valuable because it's, it's God's love towards us. And the kingdom of heaven is incredibly unexpected. But the last thing is the kingdom of heaven is, is exceptionally knowable. Look at what Jesus says in the second parable. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he, has, he had and bought it uh, and bought it. So it, 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 this time, picture a, a rich businessman. He, he's a man who knows his pearls. He's looking for the best. And one day, bang, he sees it. It's beautifully enormous. It's got a beautiful sheen. Whatever makes a pearl really, really special, that pearl had it. He knows it. He sees it. He wants it. He then goes back to his business and says to everybody, guys, I'm selling up. Sorry, just sort yourself out. I'm selling up. I found the pearl. I absolutely, desperately have been wanting all my life. I've seen it. Owning that pearl grips his heart. Obtaining that one pearl dominates his thinking. Nothing else is important. It's gripping. And it's a picture of what we're like with God. Because so often we think we know God. We think we know what God is like. But in actual fact, we've got him so wrong. The merchant in the story thought he knew about pearls. And similarly, we're often convinced we know all we need, we need to know about God. But this parable tells us we don't really know that. So just like when the merchant saw that pearl, bang, it hit him. I know nothing about pearls. I've not even considered valuable pearls like this pearl. Bang. Actually, when we see the kingdom of God, the same thing happens to us. Everything we thought we knew about God is thrown out the window and who he is and what he is is suddenly totally, totally captivating so that everything of value that we once considered is meaningless. Bang. And maybe that's where you're at this evening. It, it might be that this is the first time you, you've stepped into a, a, a church building. It might be that the first time you've been to, you, you've been to a, a, a grown-up baptism. You know, adults, um, uh, was it, voluntarily getting wet. It might be this is the first time you've heard the Bible opened up and explained. Maybe you're realizing you thought you knew everything there is to know about God. But I hope, I hope that as you look at the, as you look at the parable, you're kind of saying, hang on. Hang on. What Josh has said, what Sam has said, what the Bible has said tells me I don't know everything about God. And wow, do I need to, because what they have is what I want. What they have said God is like, that's what I want to see. Because they are describing a God I, God I had no idea was out there. 
They're talking about a God of love, not rules. They're talking about a God of relationship, not, not, not tablets on, written on stone. Wow. This is God in a new, in a new sight. This is God that I've never seen or heard of or believed in. This is God like He really is on a totally different level to everything I'd seen before. Can I just encourage you? Look. Just encourage you to, 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 to listen. Listen to what Jesus says about God's kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is there. I love it. The kingdom of heaven is there like a treasure hidden in a field. It's waiting to be found. The kingdom of heaven is there like a pearl at a pearl exhibition. It's amazing and waiting to be seen and desired. The kingdom of heaven is there like nothing we've ever known. And it's ours for the taking. How can it become ours? Well, you look at the king of the kingdom of heaven. That's who Jesus claimed to be, the king of the kingdom of heaven. He came into this world to make heaven knowable. He saw our problem And our problem is that we treat God badly. Just think about it. We ignore God, don't we, most of the time? And then when we do say he's there, it's because he's not worked things our way. Or because we want stuff from him. That's why, and I can say we treat God badly. But that's also why we don't know his love. Because actually he's angry at the way we treat him. And Jesus knew that. That's why Jesus came into this world. That's why he died on the cross. Because he knew that God needs to punish us rightly and justly for the way that we treat him. And he knew someone has to take that punishment. So he came into this world and took it. So that we don't have to. And he rose from the dead to show us that he has the power to do that. If he'd stayed dead, then we'd all gone back to our homes and gone, well, that was a bit of a damp squib, wasn't it? No, he rose from the dead. It means he has power. Power to forgive, power to take the punishment of God for the way that we treat God. Power to make us right with God. He makes it possible for us to know and belong to the kingdom of heaven. Ultimately, Jesus is the pearl of great price. Ultimately, Jesus is the treasure hidden in the field. He's the one that is worth everything to get to know. He is the one that is worth absolutely your whole life from here on ever. To be able to say... I belong to Jesus. So here's the question at the end of this talk. Can we see what Josh and Sam have found is something we all need and want? They found the treasure in the field. They own the pearl of great price. They've had a relation, they have a relationship with God through Jesus' forgiveness and love. 
And that's what we're all looking for. The, the thing I love about both these little stories, I'm going to finish on this. The thing I love about both these little stories is that there's so joy. The guys, the, the guys find the treasure. They find the pearl and the joy in their hearts. Bang, they do the irrational, don't they? They see this is just so utterly, stupendously wonderful that they sell everything they have to own it with great joy. And that's what the kingdom of heaven is about, a great joy. To know God's forgiveness, to know peace in your heart, to know God's love, to know God's acceptance, to know we belong to the kingdom of heaven. That's, that's the joy of it. And where do you find it? Look, simply, you find it in the Bible. You can take one of these. They're on the welcome desk if you want on your way out. Um, I'll, I'll get someone to hand them out so, so, it's, so everyone gets an offer. Uh, but it's just a, a, just a, a gospel, a Mark's gospel in, in modern English um, that, that is all about Jesus. You can read this in an hour. You can read about Jesus in an hour. He was an exceptionally special, uh, incredible. People were attracted to him uh, just like moths, moths to a light. And you can read that for yourself and find out about Jesus. If you like, um, these are also on the welcome desk. This is an invitation to, to Christianity Explored. Uh, Josh did it three times. I, I really think you know four or five times is brilliant because uh, I've done I've done about fifteen over the last five years, and each time I just think, "Wow, I didn't know that about Jesus." Uh, okay, I'm a bit thick, but you get the picture. Um, this is the thing: come and join Christianity Explored. It's just six six Monday nights. We, we get some decent coffee and, and tea. We get some great cookies. Uh, it's sitting down together, reading through this together, actually. Um, we read a bit, talk about it a bit, uh, have a bit of a discussion about it. You can ask anything you want. There's no fear or, or embarrassment. We're not going to ask you to do anything you don't want to do. This is it. It's just great. This is where the kingdom of heaven starts. It starts with finding out about Jesus. But perhaps, look, it might be this evening, it suddenly hit you like the, the guys in the parables. That, that a relationship with Jesus is infinitely ownable for ourselves. It's the greatest treasure, and you want that. Well, just, just talk to Jesus. That's the cool thing. You don't have to use these and thous or, or learn a special prayer. You just talk to Jesus. You ask him for forgiveness for the way that you've treated him. You ask him for his love and his eternal treasure. You ask him, Lord Jesus, I want to belong to your kingdom. And if you want to do that this evening, I'm going to talk to God now. That's what praying is. And all you have to do, just echo the words that I say in your heart. And do that for yourself. And then come and talk to me. Talk to me or or Sam or or, or Josh. Just... um, just, just, yeah, just consider this. The great riches of the kingdom of heaven is ours if, it's, if, if we reach out and accept it. Let's talk to God now and let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you 
that the kingdom of heaven is so findable. All we do is look at the person of Jesus and see the riches that Sam and Josh have been captivated by. Lord God, we're sorry for the way that we've treated you. We've kept you on the shelf of our lives. We've expected you to do things that we want you to do. And we're sorry. Please forgive us. Please accept us. Please fill us with your love. Just like you've done for Sam and Josh. Just like you've done for millions of Christians around the world now and also through history. Lord Jesus, please be our king. And please change us. We ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen.